Scott here from Social Energy Presents, and welcome to this podcast short from our signature show, Your Backstage Pass, featuring a special vignette from another great episode. I had no idea that you were the Joey D and the Starlighters. Yeah. Like, that was your break into show business, right? Yeah, pretty much, yes. Pretty much. That was the, the impetus that, that drove me into the uh, wonderful world of music, yes. Yeah. And then as I looked more into it, you actually toured into England with the Beatles on the same bill. Well, basically what happened is they, uh, uh, the quick story, and, and you know, I have this book that explains it all, but I was in college, I was a pre-med student, and I had a band, and I went to the Catskill Mountains to work for a summer at a hotel. At the hotel, they would have headliners come in every, 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 uh, you know, weekend, Saturday, Sunday, usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Joey D and the Starlighters came in. And uh, they saw me, they met me, and, you know, it changed my life because, uh, you know, my ex-partner, Eddie Brigatti there, his brother was part of the Starliners, David. Okay, so now the September, uh, you know, fall semester comes. They're, they're on their way to Europe. Their organ player quits. He had recently gotten married and uh, went home. They remembered me, called me, asked me if I would join them in Germany. So the tour, the tour went from Germany to, uh, to, uh, to uh, uh, Scandinavia. And uh, the group that was opening up for Joey was the Beatles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was at a turning point in my life because I was supposed to be back at school, you know, but I had taken a semester off and I had to make a decision, you know, and, and they... Yeah, but they made my decision for me because, you know, and, 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 and what, what, what I saw and heard was pretty impressive uh, in, in, in a lot of ways. Number one, because I don't have to tell you, the, the, the audience, the females were just going absolutely bananas. I mean, they were, they were going bonkers, you know, and they, you don't know what's going on. So the first thing you say, what is that? So that's the Beatles. That's the what? What is it? You know, but I mean, hysteria, not just, you know, like applause. Second of all, it was their music. You know, and as a musician, you, you can understand what I'm saying because I didn't really feel, you know, we didn't know how, I, I had no idea how their songwriting ability was going to be the best on earth, you know. But I, as far as musicians, they were okay. I mean, they didn't, they didn't blow my mind. You know, they were good. Uh, I thought mostly they were a singing group, tell you the truth. I think their music was just secondary, you know. And when they did Americans' music, it was all right. You know, nothing to brag about. But when they did their stuff, you know, they did their like, dun, 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 dun. You just sit back and you said like, wow, that's pretty cool, man. You know, and little, little did I know it was going to take over the entire earth, you know. Well, that's, that's what I found so interesting is because Sid Bernstein picked you up. Now, Sid Bernstein was a major person on getting the Beatles to tour North America. And I didn't even realize... The Rascals opened up Shea Stadiums. Oh no, see, that's not true. We got to. Oh, it isn't. Okay, got to correct that. Okay, that's why I wrote this book. Seriously. Good. Okay, good. What happened is, what happened is, we did a show in 2013 with Steve Vance's called "Once Upon a Dream" on Broadway, and just like we just did here, we had the four of us, the original guys, at the press conferences. Everybody had a different answer for the same question. I'm sure you've experienced that. Yes. Know? Well, I said, wait a second, you know, I, 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 I got to write this stuff down because here's what happened. Yes, Sid Bernstein brought the Beatles to the Ed Sullivan performance uh, the first time, which was 64. The second time he brought them to Shea Stadium 
we had just kind of signed up with him. So he he got us, obviously, seats there. We were at the dugout. And on the uh, scoreboard, he put, the rascals are coming. The rascals are coming. The uh. rascals are coming. The rest was going, and their manager Brian Epstein was not too thrilled. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> I can imagine. He said, "Either that comes off within thirty seconds, or there's no show." So it lasted a few minutes, but that's the story. So no, the Beatles had no opening act. Uh, I don't know if they ever had an opening act. Uh, you know, pro- after they kind of hit Ed Sullivan. I, I don't think they ever needed one, you know. The, so they did that, which was, whew, boy, that was quite an event, let me tell you. Well, I know that uh, when they played in Toronto, they had two opening acts. One of them, oh, what's his name? You'll you'll remember. Uh, remember, Sonny, thank you for the love. Oh, that was, yeah, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. He opened up for them and, so, and one other act, and I can't remember what it was. So, because the Beatles would only play 25 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, but still, they sold the place out, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Times 10, so that, that's interesting, yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us. Check out our other vignettes and full episodes from a wide variety of guests for more great content. Please like, share, and subscribe, and become a member at socialenergypresents.com to access premium content and earn valuable energy points just for watching.